Welcome to All Places Together, a place where stories are shared. Stories about life before us, stories about what happens between us, and stories that have yet to bloom. Here we believe that our stories are connected to one another and rooted in God's radical love for diverse creation. Wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, take a deep breath. Here is a story for you, a story called Restorations, Dental and Divine. Today at All Places Together, we gather with Dr. Kayla Clinging-Smith. What is she a doctor of, you ask? Teeth. Kayla has been a dentist now for five years, and she practices in southeastern Pennsylvania. Kayla is a master of tie-dye and also a Peloton champ. Kayla and I are longtime friends from Lutherland, and I am so excited to welcome you here to All Places Together, Kayla. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I love podcasts so much, so this is incredibly exciting. It's your big podcast debut. It is. I've been trying not to tell everybody about it. No, tell everyone. That's the best thing. I might have already had a conversation in front of a patient that I was like, I am going to be on a podcast and I'm so freaking excited. That's (laughs) awesome. Well, we are so excited for you to be here today. So tell us a little bit about where you call home and who you share your home with. Uh, So I live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I've been living there for the last four years. Um, I live there with my uh, new husband, uh, married by yours truly. And I also live with my new puppy. He's about seven months old now. And his name is Oliver. And he's a standard poodle. How big is Oliver now? He is. He's got to be over 40 pounds now. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, amazing. He is, yeah, he is getting big, and he's just going to get bigger. So, yeah, he's a ball of fun and runs into more things now than normal. So fun. And just so everyone knows, one of their wedding vows was getting a puppy. Um, so as the officiating pastor, I'm just thrilled to see that this vow has been fulfilled. Yes. And it was also the one that took probably took you the most aback <laughs> when we were saying our vows. I love it. I love that weddings can really yeah speak to who the couple is. It's great. That was impressive. Yeah. Well, I could talk about puppies all day and all night. <laughs> and maybe we'll have to do another podcast just about puppies sometimes. But today, we're gathering to talk about, uh, talk about a place that's special to you. So tell me, Kayla, what is one of your favorite places? So uh, I was very indecisive on kind of where I wanted to go, but it felt pretty obvious to go towards the mouth um, because that's where I spend a lot of my time. And I just think it's an incredibly fascinating area um, and shows all of God's wonders in it uh, in multiple different ways. I love it. It's 
rare to think about a body part as a place, um, but I think for you and other medical professionals, like when you are tending so closely to one particular part of the body, like it is a place. Yeah, and it's part of nature and you get to see uh, the relationship uh, between bacteria and body multiple different ways and and ways to improve and also ways to tear down. Uh, but it's an ever-changing area and every single person is unique in their mouth. It's always a different, completely different mouth every single time. So is there an entire ecosystem inside of my mouth? You bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole, there is a party happening all day, all night in your mouth. And it's, you know, some are the good parties and some are the parties that, you know, you want to brush away and you want to take care of. Um, but, you know, just like any part of your digestive system, bacteria is a super important piece of it. So it's a huge piece of kind of what I do and what I think about um, all the time and how our bodies react to it. Wow, that is so fascinating. When did you know that you wanted to be a dentist? Uh, I knew I wanted to be a dentist when I was about 16. Uh, it was one of those things that my aunt and uncle are both dentists, and I actually never really thought about it. Um, my grandmother can still take credit for being the one who suggested it. And then I spent a lot of time with uh, my aunt and uncle and the specialists that they um, work with. And I really enjoyed every piece of it. Um, I love using my hands and I like to solve problems and I like to work with people and I really like science. So it kind of all comes together at once that you get to see a finished product very quickly. You can get people out of pain. You can change somebody's tooth and turn it from something that's completely broken down into something that's completely different. And I just really think it's fascinating to see so many things be restored in that way. That's beautiful. And I think that I could just even hear it in how you're talking about it. And it leads so well into our second big question of of this episode is, is how has God been with you? Maybe in your process in becoming a dentist or in your daily work of taking care of people's teeth? Yeah, I think for me, it's kind of two parts. Like the vocational part of it um, was really strong. Um, I found that in a uh, chaplain that was part of the Christian Dental Society and he helped me kind of figure out, okay, why teeth and how does this glorify God? And the big word for me is restoration and the amount of forgiveness that you have with teeth. You can come to me and you can have an issue and I can fix it. If you break it again, I can fix it again. Oh, <laughs> thanks be to God. <laughs> and if And if you break it so much that can't fix it anymore, I try to put something else in there. So it's one of those things of even if, you know, it fails or something goes wrong and 
you know, you get hit in the face, I can help, I can make things better. Um, and it's one of those, I think a lot of the forgiveness of seven times seven, it's one of those things of even if you fall, even if you don't brush your teeth for 10 years, I can help, I can, you know, make a change, I can treat you. And, you know, you can move forward and hopefully have a better experience with your teeth in the future. So for me, that's really important. And then I just really enjoy the educational piece of it as well, of teaching people of like, how cool is your teeth that like, you know, if I fix this part of it, it'll get rid of the rest of the infection, you know, or showing a kid of, look, your tooth is like half dissolved when I took it out. Like, how cool is it that your teeth just know when to dissolve? And they're like, yeah, that's so cool. Like, there's so many pieces of it that you can watch it, you know, God in its magnification of just such a small area of your body. But it's just incredible how it works, especially as you're growing and even just as things are changing in your body. Wow, that's so amazing. I feel like after we're done recording, I'm going to have some particular follow-up questions because I didn't know that it was a good thing for our teeth to dissolve. Um, But maybe we'll do that after we're recording. When they're kids, yeah. When you're a kid, it's like, yeah, your baby teeth dissolving, not the rest of your teeth dissolving, even though that can happen. And that's a mystery. And that's going to be one of those things I'm going to have a lot of questions for God about because I don't know why that occurs. And I really would like to know. And yeah, there's still a lot of mysteries. I love it. I love that, that in science, we know so much but there's still so much yet to learn and uncover. And I what I loved what you said about God's glory being seen in that and the majesty and beauty of creation that God was able to put in motion this incredible world that even our teeth have little ecosystems in there that enable us to eat the food we need to eat to nourish our body. It's just so cool. I think it's amazing and even as it's evolved and things have changed over time even dentistry has changed over time it's becoming so incredible the materials that we can put in now um, that can even help to improve areas or potentially not get you decay in the future and all of that is just always changing and I just enjoy the out of it because I just love to learn things I wonder too You sound so joyful when you talk about dentistry, and I know for many, being in the dentist chair is an anxious place, it's an uncertain place, you might feel really vulnerable or afraid, and I I have to imagine that the joy that you bring can, can calm some of nerves that people bring into that chair. Do you find that? Yeah, I... I really enjoy working with patients who have anxiety. I really want them to feel more comfortable after working with them. Uh, A lot of the times it's trauma from a previous experience or just trauma in their life in general that, you know, trust is really an issue. Uh, So I enjoy the full piece of it as well of, trying to make people comfortable in a situation that no one wants to be in. I don't really want people in my chair. 
Um, I would love to be like a family practitioner where you just get to be look at everything and be like, good to go. Um, and then send them on their way, which I do get to do. But oftentimes the people that I get to know the best are the ones who need my help the most. And it's very a wonderful experience when somebody comes back to you and says, this is the best experience I've had in this chair. And I think that's an important thing of having that attitude of, I know where you're at. Um, we're going to try to make this the best. I'm going to say a lot of corny jokes throughout it. <laughs> I'm going to ask if you're okay a ton of times, way too many times. But I want to make sure we have that clear communication because legitimately I took away your way of communicating with me because my hands are in your mouth. <laughs> and I just try to make it as enjoyable as possible and positive as possible. And I honestly could not do it without the team that I have. They're just incredible at bouncing back with me and just making that happen. Yeah, because... I don't know your dental history to, you know, know if you've had dental trauma in the past, but I'm sure that there are situations in your life where you're the one kind of either literally in the chair or the metaphorical chair of the one who's been through something really hard or feeling a lot of anxiety. And I imagine like in those situations, you would like channel what comforted you and then try to bring that to your patients. Like, is that a good read on it? Yeah, I, I have had a lot of issues with anxiety in my life, not necessarily with dentistry, but with other, other parts of life. And I do channel that. And I think that really changes things for me. Um, but I think it's really important for the patient to be open and honest um, and wanting to make that change. That's really hard. Uh, I get people through when they're like, no, I just don't want to, like, I just, I'm not, never, ever going to ever feel comfortable here. And I'm like, great, let's get you in and out as quick as possible. So I just try to be there what they need. And I just try to listen as much as I can and pick up on those cues. but. Um, it's a it's a challenge every every human being is different but yeah I I do try to use what I've had in the past to help me my patients I just so much in what you shared I just feel like you could take I mean, I know you're not Jesus and I know you're not God as wonderful as I think you are, <laughs> but like I, you can just take Kayla and, you know, talk about God and us being in that chair. Um, you mentioned earlier the seven times seven or is it seven times 70? It's seven, seven times 70. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's there's a lot. A, there's sevens involved. There's lots of sevens and it's. Uh, Jesus is answering a question, right, about, like, how many times should I forgive my neighbor? Like, my neighbor has done something crappy to me. How many times do I forgive them? And Jesus says this huge number, like, seven times 70. And if you don't have to memorize your multiplication facts, like, that's a hard one to do in your head. It's, like, this almost really difficult number, and yet, like, that's how many times... God forgives us and we're called to forgive one another. 
Yeah, I think it's, I feel like a lot of people come in and they're very, uh, sometimes they'll be like, oh, I haven't been here in 10 years. How awful am I? Like, and I'm like, hey, like, we can't change that, but we're going to move forward and we are going to help um, make that next 10 years a completely different story for you. But yeah, it's, it's amazing the change that you can make um, in such a small, small area. Yeah. And I think that's exactly like what God says to us too, that, you know, maybe there are so many folks who have been hurt by the church or by people in the church with really good reason. But they're, but God is still there with them. God is still loving them, even if the church or individuals have been really cruel. And I think we can come to God and say, I haven't prayed in 10 years. I haven't read the Bible in 10 years. I don't know if I have felt you, God, in 10 years, but I'm here now. Like, and does that matter? And I think God says, what you say, like, yes, like it, it's, it's good that you're here and these next 10 years can be different. God doesn't hold our past sins against us. God wipes them clean in a way that even you as being a premier dentist can't quite do, huh? Yeah, I think it, I always think of the, you know, like confession and forgiveness, like that piece of it is starting out the service in that regard was always, it's always been really important to me because it kind of, it just clears the slate right at the beginning and just says, Hey, like we all screwed up at some point since we last saw each other, like let's clear it and let's be together in our broken ways, you know? Cause I think that's one of those things of I'm, I'm not perfect. Like I, you know, I've had fillings, like it's happened. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Everyone dentists get cavities too. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. And I haven't had a cleaning in probably a year, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I am part of the, I am part of this, like, I am a human being just the same. And, you know, we all need pieces of grace to help us through. Yeah. I think especially just as you were saying that about how you haven't had your teeth cleaned in in so long and grace too, I just think about coming out of the pandemic and how my body is not as strong as it was going in and my body has changed in ways and I too went a year without getting my teeth cleaned and it's been, I don't remember the last time I had my hair cut other than when my mom cut it over Christmas and and so I'm kind of slowly starting to thank my body for bringing me through a pandemic and also showing grace to it in a way that's kind of hard because I tend to be more self-critical, but so to have that grace for our bodies, because God loves our bodies head to toe. Yeah. I think it's really, it's amazing to go through it all together. Like that's one of the things that I have really seen in, in this whole experience in the last year and more now is having that experience of like, we're all going through it and it's all happening at once. 
and try and just be there for each other in creative ways uh, and being, yeah, being forgiving to each other about it. You know, it was, it hasn't been easy and we've all had things that have not been what we expected. No, not, yes. I said no and yes at the same time because it's just like, yes, we have all had that and like, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we all went through it together. It wasn't one of those things of like, just Pennsylvania went, you know, just the East Coast went through this. Everybody went through it. Yeah. Yeah. And even our individual experiences are different. It's still unifying in a way. Yeah. Yeah. We touched on this some, but I did want to ask and and see if we can come up with any other Bible stories together that also kind of speak to your restorative work as a dentist, if there were other passages of scripture or other story that you thought about in relationship to your dental work? I think, uh, I mean, I, I think it's kind of obvious, but I still think it's very important for me is the um, talking about all the different body parts like that, that piece of it, um, especially as a dentist, there's a lot of times where people think of their mouth as a separate entity that does not affect any other part of your body. And it's becoming more and more common for, um, you know, diabetes and uh, gum disease to be extremely well correlated and heart conditions and um, gum issues to be, you know, hand in hand. And how important it is uh, to make sure your overall health is good for your teeth and for your teeth to be good for your overall health and how important it is to, to realize that it is part of your body, even though dentists are seen as a, as a separate unit of medicine, that it is a part of your body. So to me, that's like a very important story um, that we all need to remember. Yeah, in so many ways. And I love what Paul writes in Corinthians, you know, all the body, that's the the version of it where the body parts are fighting with one another, kind of. And it's like in the, if the foot were to say to the hand, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand or the eyes to the nose, I don't matter because I can't smell. Um, and, you know, Paul talks about how all body, all parts of the body matter are important. And I think the other line that's really important there, it's a little bit farther after that dialogue. Paul says, when the least important member of the body suffers, the whole body suffers. And that's true for what you're saying about teeth. And I think it's true in our society as well. Another thing that the pandemic has done is laid bare so many of the racial inequities that have been present in our country from the very beginning, but it's brought new perspective and a new awakening, I think, for so many people that when one part suffers, we all suffer. And I think as people who believe and follow God, the more we can wrestle with that and live into the discomfort of that to to be there for our siblings of color the better. Yeah, I think especially for, I mean, healthcare, it's shown in mass numbers. Um, I have my master's in public health a lot and 
healthcare inequities is something that we talked a lot about in public health and, um, you know, how do, how do we solve these issues? How do we help? And uh, I was actually part of a project um, one summer, and I literally just went to a women's shelter and just was supposed to talk about teeth the whole time. And I was so nervous the whole time. Um, and these, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to ask all these questions that I'm not going to know the answers to because I was still in dental school. And I was like, what am I doing doing this talk? And I'm talking to all these women. They all have kids. And they're all asking me questions about their kids. And, you know, how, like, is this okay? And this okay? And I had the answers to almost every single one of their questions. And half of the time it was, where do I take them, like, to get dental work done? And how how can I help? And that was the one question that I still felt like I could answer to a point, but still didn't feel like I could give a good answer of, okay, this is where you're going to go. Um, and, like, you'll be able to provide all the services to your kid. Um, I think that's a there's a huge inequity in, in dentistry, especially, um, just with insurance being a huge piece of it and how expensive it is. Um, how can we be a part of making sure that everybody gets seen throughout their lives and keep their teeth for as long as possible? Yeah. Goodness. There's so much to unpack here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Went way far there. No, I love it. It's all so connected. I mean, just like the whole body. I mean, it's. I just feel like this whole conversation, it's both so literal and also so metaphorical about how our individual bodies are connected within themselves and how we are so connected to one another. And that's something we celebrate here at all places, that even though you're in Pennsylvania and I'm in Virginia, we're still connected in the body of Christ. And I give so much thanks for that. I'm so glad to have you as part of my life and part of my faith journey and just as a confidant in in my life. It's, yeah, always been incredible. I feel the same way. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Kayla, for sharing your passion for dentistry, for sharing your love of God and the hope and that you have for folks. So I think our, our encouragement is, right, even if it's been a long time since you've seen the dentist or talked to God, it's never too late, right? <laughs> never too late. I love it. Yep. We should start a ministry together and just, yeah, it's just, we'll call it never too late. Never too late. (laughs) Goodness. Well, thank you so much, Kayla. It's been a joy to be together. Yes, this has been a true pleasure and a lifelong dream. A prayer for restoration. Dear God, 
It's been a while. We both know how long it's been, so is it okay if I don't talk about it? Thanks for understanding. I'm nervous about going there. Will they judge me? Will I be able to handle it? Is this beyond hope? Am I beyond hope? You tell me that my whole body matters, so this matters. I matter. You tell me that there is forgiveness seven times, 70 times, so this should be able to be forgiven. Forgive me. Restore me. The pieces are all here, God. Can we restore and create together? Amen. Thank you for joining us at All Places Together. If you heard yourself or someone you know in these stories today, we hope you heard God too. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on social media at All Places Together on both Instagram and Facebook so you can join the story. You can also share your stories and prayers through email. You can contact us at allplacestogether at gmail.com. That's A-L-L-P-L-A-C-E-S-T-O-G-E-T-H-E-R at gmail.com. This week, we got a direct message from Danielle. She sent a video of her toddler daughter listening to the podcast with her. Danielle wrote, enjoying the podcast, we give it four thumbs up. Danielle, thank you so much for listening and for sharing it with your little one too. May she always know the inclusive love of God is with her and with you too. To continue to see All Places Together grow, you can give through our website. Scroll to the bottom where it says Give to All Places Together. Click that button and you'll be redirected to our giving platform. Thanks to our mission partners, the Virginia Synod, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and people like you who have shared contributions. We know it can be hard to give financially. We celebrate all the ways you share the stories of all places together with the people in your life. Would you share this week's episode with someone in your life who may need a reminder that they are a beloved part of God's body? And maybe even share it with your dentist too. And until next time, remember that God is with you, wherever, whoever, and however you are.